Today's reading is from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 to 23. The Church and its Leaders. Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you are not yet ready for it. Indeed, you're still not ready. You're still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere humans? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not mere humans? What, after all, is Apollos, and what is Paul? Only servants through whom you came to believe, as the Lord has assigned to each his task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder and someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burnt up, the builder will suffer loss, but yet will be saved, even though only as one escaping through the flames. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person, for God's temple is sacred, and you together are that temple. Do not deceive yourselves. If any of you think you are wise by the standards of this age, you should become fools, so that you may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. As it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise are futile. So then, no more boasting about human leaders. All things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas, or the world of life or death, or the present or the future. All are yours, and you are of Christ, 
and Christ is of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Great. Thank you, Ratna, for reading. Thank you, Evelyn, for praying for us, for me. Let's keep that passage open as we look at this together. It's a long passage. We can't cover everything, but... uh, Yeah, let's uh, look at this. Now, last week, of course, was our 30th anniversary. Uh, Many people said it's such a great logo that Nicola made. I don't know if you thought something was missing, namely uh, our pastor Hiwu. Shouldn't we put his photo right on the logo as kind of, this is what our church is about? (laughs) Now, my guess is you'd think that's crazy, right? That we don't do that. Although, at the same time, leaders, they have a big impact. I mean, how many of you in the video recognized Dale and Pat. How many of you were here already when they were here? Most of us have come in the past 10 years. It's partly the nature of Hong Kong, but, you know, God has used Hebrew here. The church has grown. Leaders make an impact. When you decided to settle at Shatin Church, surely the guy standing here up front, it it matters. It, It has an impact, right? Now, Christian leaders, that's what we're talking about today. How should we see Christian leaders? Uh, what do we do on Sunday? Uh, how important is that? Because it matters. It matters how we see, uh, how, you, how you see people, how you see the church, how you see what's going on. Of course, the big issue that comes up for the Corinthians is that they, they definitely had Apollos on their t-shirt. Uh, as you've heard the past few weeks, uh, they idolized leaders because that was the culture, right? It was a time when people went around, great speakers, and they, they held great speeches, very wise, and, you know, they loved that. They, they weren't very impressive, but, you know, you have a guy like Apollo speaking, and, wow, he's so great, and if he's at my church, if I'm with him, wow, then maybe I'm a bit wise, right? Something like that. I don't know how that works. It works with football teams, right? Uh, if my football team wins, then I win. And some of that glory, you know, reflects on me, even though I haven't kicked a single ball. That's what uh, the problem was with uh, the Corinthians. Well, Paul doesn't like it, right? As we've heard, Paul thinks don't idolize leaders. That's the thing we're going to do today. Uh, of course, we have had a few sermons here already. This whole idea of being impressive for the world. Paul says, no, you've missed the point. That's not God's way. That's not the cross. The church is supposed to be unimpressive so that the glory goes to God. Uh, You know, you're not going to impress the world because the world misses the spirit. But today, you know, how should we see Christian leaders? Guys, the reason you're idolizing these leaders, you've misunderstood them. You've misunderstood what this is about. Now, maybe we're not like the Corinthians. We don't want photos of the leaders everywhere. Um, certainly wisdom isn't a big thing, right? I don't know if uh, you think we're impressive. I mean, some churches still, we have a very cool pastor, so I feel cool. It's not here. Uh, a very intelligent guy who has all the answers and, oh, wow, I feel so great. No, uh, we are not like that. And yet maybe in the ministry we do. How do we see Christian leaders? So let's look at what Paul has to say why he says we shouldn't idolize them, why we shouldn't be impressed by, you know, wise, impressive leaders. Well, his first reason, they are only servants. They're only servants. Guys, they're only servants. I mean, you're a bunch of babies, right? Verse 1, you're mere infants in Christ. You're worldly, you're humans, because 
these leaders you follow, Paul, Apollos, verse 5. What after all was Apollos? What is Paul? Uh, only servants for whom you came to believe. They're, they're just laborers. They're just uh, laborers for God. And, and he's doing the real work, right? I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. It's not about Apollos. It's not about Paul. It's not that they have done all the work. That's it, it, God. They, they, they are just laborers, workers. And, and so it seems so silly, right, to say, well, I follow Paul, I follow Apollos, because they're, they're just laborers. They're just colleagues working for the same business for God. But he does the work. I don't know how to best illustrate it, but, uh, you know, imagine... Last week, you got a check for $1 million in the post. That's nice. Would you boast in the postman who gave you that envelope? That, oh, you tell your colleagues at work, we've got this great new postman. The, the previous one retired, but we have now, he's the best ever. Last week, he gave me a check for $1 million. Did you ever get that? You should move to our estate, and you can have the same postman, and he can bless you. <laughs> Silly, right? He's just a postman. He just, I mean, it's important what he does. He delivers the letter, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't get it. And he needs to be a good postman. He, he, he shouldn't lose it on the way. Shouldn't let it get wet and uh, unreadable. But he's just a postman, right? He's just a servant, just a laborer. That check came from someone else. And it's the same in the church, right? I'm just a servant. I'm just a laborer. It's God who does the work. He does the growth. And so, don't idolize the leaders. Don't idolize, I guess not many of us will idolize Hebrew, but, you know, he didn't make the church grow. That is all God's work. And that, that was so great last week, right, to remember that. It, it's God doing it. Uh, we don't need a very impressive pastor. Sometimes you see a church of thousands and you think, oh, if we only had that guy, then our church would be so much bigger. Well, it's up to God. He assigns who goes where, who grows where the church will grow, ultimately, that, that's not up to me. It's not up to us. Gives me some humility, right? If you guys are blessed by this sermon, again, that, that's not me. That is God doing the growth, and, and I'm just a laborer. And, and, you know, I'll just earn my wages in that sense, right? Each one earns his wages, gets his reward. It should give us confidence. If God does the growth, actually, yeah, we can do without a big pastor. We can be a smaller church. Um, it was great last week. 300 people right here with all the kids. It felt very big and powerful. What if a few years later we were a bunch of underground house churches because of the way Hong Kong is changing? No impressive pastor. No great numbers. That's okay, right? Because it's God who gives the growth even when we're small. It means you can do ministry. That's so nice about Ratna, right? Just not an expert, no real training, no theology degree, doesn't work for a church, but I can read the Bible with people, not because I'm so great. No, neither he nor plants nor he who waters is anything. It's God who gives the growth. And so you can lead a links group and you can teach Sunday school and you can read the Bible. It's God doing the work. And, you know, the person speaking is just a servant. And maybe that's holding you back. Don't let it. Let's trust in God and Him giving the growth. Although that then sounds like it really doesn't matter what leader you have, right? Uh, if he's just a servant, well, that's not quite what it says. 
because Paul then has, do has to say, well, the reason you shouldn't idolize leaders either is they can be the wrong kind. Uh, he's just a servant, but he can be the wrong kind. Uh, he changes the metaphor. Instead of uh, farming, we get building. Eh? You, are God's go you are God's building. And by the grace God has given me, verse 10, I laid a foundation as a wise builder. Someone else is building on it. But everyone should build with care. Make sure you build in the right way. And then we get this kind of free little pig story, right? Because some people, they build with gold and silver and precious stones, building a temple. Uh, other people, they build with wood and hay and straw. Well, that matters. Because why? Well, one day in the future, Jesus is going to return. And on the day, well, it will, the day will bring it to light. What kind of work it is? It will be revealed with fire. And so some people, they've built a great church. But on that day, we'll all go up in flames because it was built with hay or straw. Uh, there's other people, and you know, maybe that church didn't look like much, but that was church was built of gold, silver. Uh, that church will stand. And the thing is, that is the thing that matters. You know, it's not about how impressive uh, the speaker is. Right? The only thing that matters is on that day. Will it survive or not? Will it stand? Will it shine? Or will it be burnt up? That's very serious, right? Because what is the thing that's built up? It's the building, the church. You know, God cares about the church. Uh, that's why he says, look, uh, you're the temple of God. And, and if someone destroys the temple, uh, God will destroy him. But it, it's on that day. It's, it's not now. And so don't judge by appearances. Judge, judge by how impressive people are. You know, it's that day. And you might have the wrong guy. You thought this was a great guy. It's just hay or straw and it's burnt up. Now it sounds, who is he speaking to? In a way, it feels like he's speaking to the current leaders, right? He's not saying, you know, I planted Apollos watered. That's past tense. He says someone is building on it and Apollos wasn't there. He's kind of talking to the leaders, but he's addressing the Corinthians. He's saying, hey, what kind of leaders do you want? Do you want leaders who build with hay and straw? You want gold, right? So watch out. Don't get the wrong kind of leaders. And the problem is they, they did that. You know, two Corinthians. I don't know if you read that letter. The Corinthians hadn't listened to Paul. In two Corinthians, what is the big problem? Well, they've got some new leaders, and they, they call themselves the super apostles. I don't know if they had a red cape or something like that, but, you know, they had a very distinguished background, Hebrews of Hebrews. Uh, they, they had a really glowing letters of recommendation and, and such a powerful ministry, and the Corinthians loved it. Except that they preached a false gospel, that, you know, if you... You know, if for best, just to be safe, why don't you keep the Jewish law? That, that's a lot better than just Jesus. But they didn't care, right? They had the wrong leaders who were building with straw. But, you know, they were just impressed by the, their appearances. And, God, and Paul says, no. Huh? You can end up with the wrong leader. If you idolize people, you don't notice their faults. You just look at what they look like now. No, that, that's not what matters. You might end up with the wrong kind. Of course, <laughs> what is then straw or gold? I think we all want to know that. 
It's not the quality of the preaching, right? Because he just said, we're just a servant. I think it has to do with Jesus, right? Because the only real foundation, Paul says in verse 11, is Jesus. That's the only foundation you can have. And so that's the, the only building you can have. Yeah? A church is Jesus at the center. It's the gospel, the cross at the center. Because the problem is, even though every church mentions Jesus, but what is the real thing that they're, that's at the heart of it? Some churches, it's, it's not really the cross, right? It's maybe the experience or the community or, well, the leader. You know, people, this is such a charismatic person. He makes people feel welcome and, and people love to come for him. But I think there was a guy called Jared Wilson. He says what you win people with is what you win people to. People will not be coming for Jesus. They'll be coming for the speaker. They'll be coming for the music. They'll be coming for uh, the, the activities. They will be going for the lifestyle. If you want people to come to Jesus, you need to preach Jesus, the cross. And, and so if you're a visitor here, I hope you will like the music. I hope you will like the community. But I hope you will come for Jesus and you will come to Jesus and, you know, trust in what he did on the cross for you. Uh, if you're not a Christian, it's great that you're with us. But ultimately, you need to repent and come to Jesus. That, that's what it's about. But yeah, would you be happy if the church was different? If we got rid of the music team and just had an organ with hymns, would you still come? Well, I hope you would because Jesus hasn't changed. That's still what we preach. It's so sad when this big church with this great leader and then the leader retires and everyone stops coming. Then they haven't come for Jesus. They've come for the leader. So, yeah, I hope that's what you want, right? The question, what kind of leader do you want to have? Now, for us, it's less relevant because he was not going anywhere at the moment, thankfully. But some of you are thinking of emigrating. Which church will you go to? What kind of leader do you want? Well, hopefully, you'll be attracted to the gospel. You find a church where they preach the real Jesus from the Bible. And that's where you want to go. That's the kind of leader you want. And even as we, as we interact here, what do we value? Do we talk about how how much Jesus was preached or how intelligent the sermon was. I hope it's Jesus. Or <laughs> what kind of leader do you want to be? You know, maybe you're leading a links group or you're doing kingdom kits or a solid rock. You're reading one-to-one. -one. Well, what are you building? Right? Are, are you building with straw or with gold? Yeah? Are you getting the children excited about Jesus or about something else? I mean, it's a question for us, right? Uh, even as parents. You know, you're, you're raising your children. Well, what kind of child are you building? Are you building with gold or with straw? I mean, it's great if they get a degree from Harvard and uh, academic, you know, uh, wonderful awards in medicine. But on that day, you know, they will all go up in flames. The only thing that matters is their good works, right? Their faith in Jesus. What are you building? This is a good question, right? Um, what kind of leader do you want to be? Because if it's the wrong kind, that day will reveal that. Now, I, I hope we want gold, right? That's the thing. Gold will stand in the fire. That, that's what, it's so valuable, right? That's the thing here. We, we think of the short term. They thought, I want what's impressive now. And we want what's impressive now. That's why we want the, the world status and the money and the education. And Paul says, no, think big picture, think long term, think that day, think Christ.
because that, that, that's where he goes at the end. Yeah, I mean, why do we value the things of the world? Poor things, it's just because we've forgotten Christ. We should remember how valuable he is. Yeah, because in the last paragraph, again, he says, just stop it, right? If you think you're so wise, become a fool. Uh, verse 21, no more boasting about human leaders. Please, please just stop this. Because why? Well, look, they're all yours in Christ. You have everything in Christ. Why idolize leaders when you have everything, when you ha they're all yours in Christ? He flips their slogan on their head. So they say, I follow Paul. But they're not actually saying, I follow Paul. Literally, they're saying, I'm Paul's. I am Apollos's, right? I, I belong to Paul. And Paul says, no, you don't belong to Paul. All things are yours. Paul belongs to you. In a way, Paul, right? That's what he's saying. Look, you are the bride of Christ. You are Christ's. You have everything in him. It, it's not that Apollos gives you status. No, you give Apollos status, right? He is an apostle of, he is serving the bride of Christ. You give him status. You've got it all wrong. You're forgetting how much Jesus is. Right? I mean, boasting in a postman, that's silly. I think it would be especially silly if you're the postmaster general, right? If you run the Hong Kong Post and you have 5,000 postmen working for you, <laughs> you wouldn't boast in, well, in, in your postman, right? You know what you really have. Well, it's the same thing here. You, you have Jesus, you have everything. And, and not just Paul or Apollos or the world, right? Paul or the world or life or death or the present or the future. All these things are yours. You're the bride of Christ. Your husband owns the universe. Why do you need Apollos to give you value? You have Jesus. I mean, sometimes I feel we're just beggars, right? We're looking for money to give us value. We're looking for education. You know, our, our nation gives us meaning because now we feel like we're really something and we forget that we are already with Jesus and we have everything in him, and <laughs> including everything that happens in church. And that's the thing. We, we just don't think about it. We live our lives chasing little things when we forget what we already have. And so Corinthians... You don't need these leaders. I mean, they're great if they preach Jesus, but you don't need them to give you value. You don't need them to give you status. You have everything in Christ. And same for us, right? Let's, let's remember Jesus. When we're tempted to get our value from other things, when you're tempted to get your value from me, don't know why you would, but that's not it, right? We have Jesus. You belong to him. You're his child, his bride. What more do you want? And so get the right leaders. Keep praying for he would, that he would <laughs> preach Jesus and that we would be found in him and on that day go through the fire as gold and shine for us, for those around us. That's what we want, right? So let's pray for that. Let's pray that we would do that. Let me pray. Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for everything we have in him. Forgive us when we just look around us. Just look at now. And so we find our value in other things. Uh, keep us from doing that. Keep us from idolizing leaders, idolizing anything else. Keep us from trusting in the wrong thing. Lord, we want to be a church with Jesus at the center uh, that prepares people to be with him forever. Uh, we're full of 
good works, full of love, full of faith. And we want to do that, Father. Please, would you do that work in us? Keep us growing in Christ and uh, make us the church you want us to be. In Jesus' name. Amen.